As of right now, I think it's got to be Joaquin, Heath, uh, Jack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In that order. The freaking, um... I can't stand the guy from Suicide Squad. I'm sorry. He was not... I don't think it's fair to even <laughs> include him in the conversation. It's like if, you know, you counted all the cameos of Stan Lee as, like, an acting part <laughs> in the MCU. It's not. It's like, it's a novelty. It's not real. It's... Excelsior. Jared Leto, you know, like, he was good in uh, Blade Runner 2020. He was awesome in that movie as the bad guy. I heard, this is, Kelly said something the other day, that he was, like, he started, like, a cult. Like, he he thinks he's, like, this religious, like, he thinks he's, (laughs) like, all shit, and he's walking on stage, he's like, oh, (laughs) you know. But, I mean, the dude was sending, like, condoms, used condoms to other members. He was sending dead rats to uh, Margot Robbie. Messed up stuff. But it was all part of his idea of what this Joker would do. Like, as like mafia intimidation type shit. He's done. But, but He's it was done. all stupid. Yeah. And especially when you, it comes time for the movie and they film all this shit and the majority of what he filmed was not even in the movie. And he just came off as a thug. You yeah. Know what I mean, I mean I'm could... fine with that. If you're going to make the Joker a thug, make sure that this Joker is the best thug he can be. Yeah. But when he's only in the movie for fucking six minutes maybe total and that's including the flashback that's including the possibly not even real ending of the movie I've seen people talking about that recently how Harley getting broke out of that prison it's a super max prison for bad guys as what's her as Amanda Waller herself said in the beginning of the movie she threw them in the hole and then threw away the hole yeah right yeah so like you think you how think, the fuck? Yeah, you think Harley's just like hallucinating the whole. She night. might be going fucking crazy. I have to see what that movie's like. But uh, and her movie looks like it's going to be really good. <laughs> it does, and, you know. I'm and now I'm. I heard people saying that she probably killed the Joker, and that's going to be DC's way of getting, getting him out of there and making Harley a way more interesting character. That's true, but. His Joker sucked. I'm sorry. It was just... I'd be perfectly painful. fine with him killing him off. <laughs> it's so painful. It's, I just don't... Like, alright, I'm not gonna lie. There's like two scenes, three scenes I like where, where what he does was really cool. I loved his whole interrogation scene of the one guy. Um, the guard that he kind of shook up so he could get the, um, the info on where Harley was gonna be. Oh, yeah. I also liked um, the whole scene where Batman was chasing them in the Lambo. But the club scene... Harley was phenomenal in that mm-hmm. scene, and he was just the worst he part about bad. that scene. Yeah. Him and uh, 
like Common was Common. He's a, I mean, it's not Mac. when it when it comes time for acting, yeah. he's he's that guy that shows up for five seconds as a cameo. And yeah, he's not ever he's not, a he's main. A, he's not a trained actor. You no. know, Leto's like, I mean, it was like you're watching that scene. I mean, this is the other thing I don't it's get. Painful. Okay, this is the other thing I don't get about this. Is he the second Joker in that? Universe. Right, because Bruce at that point is he is, Jason is, Todd? Is he? He's in his fifties, right? Yeah, is he Jason Todd? Right, because it, he might not even be. Because <laughs> Bruce at this point is, I mean, you're looking at. I mean, he's been doing it for years, right? He's way younger looking, forty five. Yeah, fifty. Probably, probably like Bruce is probably mid forties. This Joker looks like he's mid twenties. Maybe Joker late is 20s. always Joker's always older than him. Always. Well, yeah, I and mean, even if it was only by a, a couple years, or if it was a long time. Oh yeah. But if and that's another thing. Now that they got um, three Jokers in the continuity, mm-hmm. they changed that up um, in the in the comics. So it's like, all right, is this one of the three Jokers? And he has his own Harley, but it's you know there is no definite Harley Quinn. Because hmm. um, even White Knight introduced that where there was like several yeah. chicks yeah, that were playing that role. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy Joker people that are like, I like blondes. That's weird, um, right? Yeah. It is weird. But, uh, I mean, if they don't give us these answers, how are we going to know? I so, know. Cause we, and then we just assume the worst because it's DC. But, I mean, I was impressed, you know. I guess we should probably start the podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're just eating candy. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just munching. Just sitting there with your beard, eating your Looking sweet rope bites. Sloth-like. <laughs> sweet tarts <laughs> rope bites. Ah, I got M&M's. Ooh. Welcome. Don't feed after midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And we are playing with the recording settings today, so if it sounds weird, blame me. And deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I said it on mono. It's a little bit better. It's less, less mixing I have to do in the editing process. Yeah. And I have a fuzzy little afro thing on the top of the microphone. It looks so, so cute. It looks it like sh- a Furby. Like. It looks like that dude used to be the, the boxer guy referee with the big hair. Oh, yes. And the glasses. <laughs> I forget what That's his name awesome. is. I don't, oh, I don't remember his name but either, but like I know a, exactly what I want to get a little pair of glasses for it and just stick it on it. He, he just be it like, looks like a, a Muppet's mustache <laughs> <laughs> like or eyebrows. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Oh, man. So today we're talking about Joker. Yeah. And how much we both loved that movie. It's and phenomenal. It's, and like, like Mike saw it a little bit before me. I saw it with my wife uh, last night. I have now seen it twice. It was so good. It was, I mean, I was genuinely, like, I was surprised. And it's a standalone. No part two, no continuation, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good film. And by the way, if you have not seen this movie, don't freaking listen to this podcast. Do not listen to it. There's gonna, a lot of stuff you're going to hear. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie for you, and we're going to like it. And when you complain, we're going to laugh, and we're going to... I'm going to drink your tears. I'll drink your tears. Like, like, oh, <laughs> oh, you sweet tears. I brought the straw this time. Yeah, right. <laughs> just collect them all. Sweet tears. It tastes so good. Snowflake tears. <laughs> Your tears taste so good going down my lips. <laughs> oh, we're evil. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that movie was great. I mean, it starts out. He's sitting in the chair. He's playing with his lips. Fucking with his lips. And the tear rolls down his cheek. I mean, you can tell right off the bat. Not normal. No. This isn't a normal dude. It's just like trying to go about his life. But what's really cool is in the in the very first few seconds that it is zooming to him doing that you hear the radio and it's like garbage the way that the way they set up this movie Mm -hmm. where like you know right out the gate you get all of the setting all of the this is your character he's fucked up 
in the city. You know, it's nineteen. It's late seventies, early eighties. Because they have answering machines and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but they don't have cell phones yet. Yeah, and things like that. So you know, um, and you know, they said like there's fucking uh, strikes going on on one end of the city. Mm-hmm. There's you know rich people living right next to poor people, and everybody hates each other. They said it's like the worst kind oh, of city kind of, to live in. Kind of like Detroit. It's kind of yeah, <laughs> you know? especially in that era. Yeah, Holy the shit! 80s? Oh yeah, seventy. Oh yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> it really yeah. is. You know, um, you know you, then you, yeah, you get him looking at himself in the mirror, fucking around with his lips, you know, he, and he's fucking smiling and shit with it. He's forcing a smile. Yeah. Goes back to a frown and then back to the smile and cries. And it's like, shit, dude, he's all fucked up. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just how to start the movie. I know. And it's like, damn. Then he gets his ass handed to him <laughs> by those kids. This is going to start the train of long things of yeah. did it happen? Because I got so many fucking theories about this movie. You gotta wonder, did those kids really beat his ass? Did those kids even exist? It's true. I got so many ideas, man. But he was on his meds at that point. So. That's another thing. Well, yeah, he didn't. To what extent was any of the med stuff real? Because, I mean, his girlfriend happened while he was on the meds. I thought it went after he went off the meds. No, because he wasn't off the meds until he went off the meds. The crackling noise you're hearing, by the way, guys, is Mike eating sweetheart. Chewy sweetheart candy. Together. You pig! I'm picking them apart. We are recording a podcast. Okay. You're so gross. They were all stuck together. <laughs> what the hell? They'd like to stick together. They want to get eat. They want to get eat together. All yeah, right, fine. It's family. Um, but yeah, dude, you know, yeah, it's true. Did they exist? That's the thing. By the end of this movie, you got to wonder what really happened and what didn't. There's certain things. If you anything know happened, yeah, I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it messed me up the whole ending. But I mean, if there's certain things you know, obviously happened. Like Thomas Wayne definitely like punched him in the nose. You well, know, like, dude, I don't even know, man. I'm pretty sure that happened. Although it is kind of suspect that he had went in there. But I mean, that, yeah, like how did he get to that bathroom in the first place? Like. Was there um, no security outside that bathroom? Exactly. Was there... Well, he was wearing the bellhop uniform, too. Well, that's another thing. Right. How the fuck did he get that bellhop uniform? Yeah, it's Motherfucker walked in, and then it skipped, and he walks through a door with it on. Yeah, did he find it somewhere? Or did he fucking murder somebody and get oh, that yeah. bitch? Oh, God, I love that. You know, like, at, you know, like, you're watching that movie, and as soon as the dude gives him the gun, I'm like, why does he... And did he give him the gun? <laughs> I, I got, I got, just, I got a laundry list of theories on this movie, man. That's true. I mean, in, 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 I suppose in the end, you know, you got to take it, you know, at you know face value, like what what the director was showing you. You like whether it happened I love or not. That final scene when he's uh when he's at the asylum, mm-hmm. and then and you just see the blood on his feet. She, yeah, it's like you know he beat the crap you out know, of the woman, or he killed her. Either she's something. dead or really fucked yeah. up. And you just see him running back and forth. Uh-huh. It's like a Looney Tunes. Yeah, thing. it was like Scooby Doo yeah. or some shit. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, that you know we, that movie. You know, I mean, it starts out kind of interesting. The sad life of this sad man. He's with his mother. You know, he's taking care of her. He's bathing her. You know, he's you know social worker program that's, that's helping him out. They just went out of business or yeah. whatever. They got told by the city to shut down. And they don't listen to him either, which is very. They don't common. give two shits. That's extremely common, mm-hmm. actually. You know, I mean, I. You know, that I shit stuff. just happened in Detroit not that long ago. Oh, they yeah. shut down all of the fucking crazy bin mm-hmm. places. That they did back in the ninety in the nineties, and you saw the crime rate spike. And a lot mm-hmm. of it was just people that had nowhere else to go, and, and they were crazy. Oh, they were crazy. And they crazy. just we used to call them howlers. You know, and the east side, we'd be you know, I'd be out mowing the lawn. You'd hear a howler coming down the street. You just 
put the lawnmower in the backyard, and yeah. wait till he walked past. They'd walk down the street. Ah, cans, cans. And you, and you know they're crazy. Ah, you, you know, know they, there's nothing you can do yeah, to. Oh yeah, put you on a shopping cart with cans and stuff, and they think they're collecting. Yeah. You know, they're just scaring the crap out of you. Ah, every now and then you hear some dude laying out the window. Hey, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I beat that ass. And the howler be like, ah. Oh my god. And he just scream and keep walking. That guy came around a couple times this summer. Oh and uh, sometimes, like, it's, it's just life in the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how it and, is. Uh, you know, I mean, I went, I went through. I suffered from depression and anxiety, and I remember going to the psychologist, and he was just not listen. I mean, it wasn't state sanctioned or anything. It was just what my insurance covered. But it was, a, you know, it wasn't a really high end one, and it was a similar situation where the guy simply did not listen. You know, like you tell him stuff, and you go, "I'm going to put, let's try this medication this time." And you're like, "Yeah, it's not. I don't really need necessarily different my types of meds." Right. You know, I would like to explain why I feel this way. Well, it's a chemical imbalance. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I want to know that. You know, and anxiety. You know, like you can tell the Joker suffered from trauma. You know, oh, they, the way well, they showed it, well, he was... Even know, before you know, like, oh, you yeah. can sense that. Like, oh, yeah. He and went then, through some shit. He had been, like, handcuffed and beaten oh, to a, a radiator. Yeah, and he was... And like, his, covered in his own filth and tortured, you know. So much... What and, the but, fuck and if? Then, and yeah, exactly. What if, maybe. Did, but then he also got the brain damage, you know. Which would explain a little bit, but if his mother was psychotic... That's another thing, dude. Yeah, did she... How really, much of her story is real? I was... You know, I will say this... I was expecting at some point when the medication wore off or something to flash and she's just a dead body like she, and, oh and, yeah and like moves, Norman Bates like yes and he moves yep. around the apartment he bathes I thought body, that too he brushes its hair he washes I thought it, it. Yep. And, uh, and, 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 and I, I thought when she went to the hospital yes I thought they were going to reveal that he beat the shit out of her for finding out about Thomas mm-hmm. and he left to go do whatever he did I forget uh, what exactly happened at that moment in I mean, the movie. didn't he go to confront Thomas Wayne um, is that when that happened yeah, love, yeah. Because then when he came back, his mom was in the hospital. Love, or, or no, th- no. Wait, he went to Bruce. Um, yeah, he went to see Bruce. Yes, and uh, talked to Thomas at his house. I love. Por- I love portly Alfred, not Alfred. Dude, like, be- well, beastly, like <laughs> he was in between military and old man Alfred. Yeah, he's that's just like, like thick. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that jacket didn't help either. Yeah. He was fucking broad shoulders and yeah. fucking. And that's another thing. How much of that is true? Mm-hmm. Beastly fucking Alfred is not getting choked out by this skinny little fucking ninety pound, like six two oh, yeah. dude. They, like, yeah, he looked very lizard like. He yeah. lost a lot of weight for that role. Dude, his shoulders were all yes. spiked and shit. That was that's dedication right there. Yeah, you know, but it shows you know like anxiety. If you suffer from anxiety, you're gonna lose weight. You know, you're gonna be depressed. You're gonna be like a lot that's of people that, have, that suffer from that don't eat. They they get skinnier and skinnier. You know, really don't see him eat in the movie at all. No, you do not. There is not one moment where he eats in the movie. <laughs> Except yeah. for, he, he sits at the diner with his girlfriend, but that's not real. Yeah, he was sitting there talking to himself. That was Shades of uh, uh, Fight Club. Yeah. Way, you know? Yeah. They flipped it. They took the whole Fight, fight Club thing where, you know, he's got his friend uh, in his head. Um, that's the dude. And the chick's like, what the hell? But now it's the chick that is not real the whole time. And he tells himself, oh, well, she's a bitch. 
yeah. It's yeah. like, what? Oh she, she is not the one that did this to you? Exactly, yeah. And you know, that's the thing. is Kelly's insisting that he didn't kill her and, and the daughter. I'm pretty sure he killed her. I think if he did, they would have shown us the footprints on the floor just that's the same true. way Maybe they did the... Maybe he just left. But... I know, I know. The gun to the head thing that he did. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. I thought he was going to kill himself at the end mm-hmm. because he set it up so well with that knock-knock joke he told himself in his apartment. I loved that ending, too, with, with what's his name? De Niro. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are singing Shades of Taxi Driver and things like that, which is fine. Well, I mean, the director actually, uh, or no, not the, the guy that helped the director write it. Mm-hmm was one of the guys that helped Scorsese write Taxi Driver. So he gave little influence, like, dude, just so you know, this would work. Whatever that other thing is, it's probably not going to work the same way. Like, this isn't Taxi Driver. You can't do that. It's not the same movie. But if you do it this way, it'll probably work. And uh, there's so many scenes. The the other movie was, what, King of Comedy? Um, Another De Niro movie? Where... uh, you know he's he's trying so hard to get on this show or whatever it was the king you know, comedy yeah 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 it, just another movie that they uh they kind of they fused a lot of fucking movies I and like characters the, into I, I did like the callbacks to mm-hmm. the other jokers mm-hmm. throwing the the mask on the trash bin like I love that like Heath did yep um, and then there was the um when he after the Murray scene when the cops driving him off and uh He's sitting in the back of the seat, and the city's on fucking fire mm-hmm. on the main street, and he's looking out the window all happy and shit. Like, I, I all I got from that was the Heath scene mm-hmm. when his guys got him out of jail, and they were driving him around, and he sticks his head out the window, and yeah. the whole city's on fire behind oh, yeah. him. He's like, Wee. It's the same shit to me, but... There was another scene, too, like, there was the, the mask getting thrown on the garbage can, but there was another call-out scene to another uh, Joker. Oh, God, what was it? Dude, when he laughed the first time, me and Adam right next to me... (laughs) Goosebumps, huh? I got him right now thinking about it, man. He hit that laugh so perfect. He He sounded like fucking Mark. He did sound like Hamill. He did. And I was sitting there like, holy shit, dude. Mark Hamill is the quintessential Joker when it comes to, like, the voices. Yeah. That's who you picture. That, That Batman... You know, was very well done. It was the first time we ever saw that sort of, you know, artistry, of course. Mm-hmm. That sort of futuristic 1940s. You know, like the future, not future tech. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, but, you yeah. know, like, I liked it. I liked it a lot, you know. And they, they really colored what we expect, mm-hmm. both from Harley um, and Joker. And, and, and to a degree, Batman, you know. Yeah. Um, and Harley wasn't even a thing before them uh, cartoons. Nope. No, no. She no. was a creation of the cartoon. Yeah, and it, it's and now it's like she's huge, you know. Yeah. And I, I like that a lot. I mean, it, I thought some of the stuff was kind of cool that they did, too, like the super rats. Mm-hmm. Now, Vermin does not exist in this universe. Vermin is a creation. Of, he's a Spider-Man villain, but he's like a, a rat king sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Does DC Comics have, like, a version of him? That That's they were, a good They were question. kind of hinting at? I mean... Um. I'm not sure what they were supposed to be, unless it was just sort of a thing. It's, it sounded like a funny, like, early 80s, like, headline kind of thing they would throw out there. Super rats, watch out! Like, Well, yeah, I mean, we have them here. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I almost ran over a ferret the other day. That was crazy. Oh, God. I got off 94 on 8 Mile the other day, and uh, I saw somebody go running past by the light, and I was like, that's a possum. And then as I got closer, Dude, I was everywhere. like, it's a rat. 
<laughs> it was a big rat. Possums and rats and raccoons everywhere around here. Well, the city's Detroit is like a lot of it's abandoned now. So you've got like like outside of downtown, there is so much abandonment. Yeah, there's miles and miles where you have one house every like three blocks. Yeah, everything else has either been tore down or it's abandoned. So you've got deer. You've got wolves. You've got uh, yeah. fox. There's lots of fox running around. Orange it's tails. It's crazy shit. You know, um, and they're not doing their job because the city's uh, straight dog count is still like fifty thousand. So, is it is it the rat catcher? Because that's a new, it's new fifty two though. Well, it could still be a reference. I don't know. It might. I mean, they were never really tying that to anything, so that, that could yeah. be part of it. You know, like it's, it may have just been a thing that they did. The trash piling up thing really did happen. I think Giuliani got rid of that. Somebody, somebody came in and like got. Took well, it was. Issue. I think the trash pile was eighty one. Was it? Yeah. I think it was eighty one when that happened. Mm. I want to say that's when it was, but. Um, to the bathroom. Yeah, that was that was based on real shit. All of it. I mean. Well, you know that happened recently in like Italy or something like that, or maybe one of the Paris. Or, yeah, I think it was Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, where it just like built and built and built and built up. It's um, fucked up. Man, they just hit the nail on the head in every fucking category in this movie. Like, they did a really good job. I did enjoy the uh, the side characters. Mm-hmm. I thought they were. Um, I thought uh, everybody was really believable. The only one that I had any uh, kind of questioning about. Yeah, it was eighty one with the trash thing. Sorry, I was yeah, yeah. Looking, checking on my phone. <laughs> um, the only the only side character I had any question about at first was uh, was Thomas. Yeah, I didn't. But I think my my main thing to pull away from it is the the movie's from Arthur's perspective. If yeah. Arthur thinks he's a dickhole, he's gonna come off in the movie as a dickhole. And I didn't know Thomas Wayne ran for mayor in any of the comics. I well, he was he was supposed to in one of his uh, pre death origin things. Huh. Um, is he a doctor? He doesn't seem to be a doctor in this one. He's, no, he didn't seem to be. Guy. He just seemed to be a guy that just runs Wayne Enterprises, and yeah. that's that's all it was. And but, he was uh, he was a doctor in the original iteration back in the yeah yeah. 40s, I, right? I think they avoided that one. I think they just went for a more generic. He's you know he's Wayne, and yeah. you know he's he's obviously rich because Bruce inherits all this money and all this yeah. shit. So what's the chances that he has his own little practice and he's doing all that? They're like, let's just go for the basics. Yeah. He's a rich dude in, in Gotham, which is basically New York or Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you like to see it as. And well, it's uh, right across the street from Metropolis. So, you know? <laughs> it's right across Can't the bay. See? It's right across the bay. It's, it's right, right there. Can DC you. Fucking DCU. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but by the end of the movie, I figured, you know, we probably don't even know what Thomas Wayne was really like in this universe. It's true. It's probably all bullshit. Well, I can tell you what he's like at the end of it. Dead as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on an alley. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, too, that the Joker wasn't the one that killed him, and Joe Quick was the one that He inspired it. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> but Joe Quick didn't know it. It wasn't a robbery. He yeah. was killed in the riots that Joker caused. So that's I an interesting twist, that in this, twist in this universe. Yep. So the Joker is considerably older than Batman. Yep. At least, because at this point, he's Plus, 30 years. If, we're, years if old, we were right? to go off of the new DC shit, that makes perfect sense. If there's three Jokers at any given time... That's true. This That's true. Arthur might just... You know, he's the one that started yep. that long list of people that wanted to be Joker. That would make sense, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, by, by the end of the movie, you get this... Uh, you get the crazy scene where he goes off on Murray, kills him... And that then he, was brilliant. when he dances on the stage right after oh. shooting him in the chest, I 
I I can't right, describe right, right after he kills those guys, you know, like he kills. Oh, when he kills guys. his, uh, when he kills the people on the subway, yep. and he goes into the bathroom, he does that. I don't know cheat. if I believe that. Oh no, like, he did that. I, I believe sure. he killed them for yeah. sure. I don't know if I believe the circumstances that led to him killing them. Oh, you think they were just? I think they were just regular dudes, Wall Street dudes, and him being him in the times. They explain mm-hmm. that the rich hate or rich hate the poor and vice versa. He's on that subway, and they start fucking with that girl. Who's to say he didn't just jump up and pop them all? And then that one guy ran, and then he ran after him and got him. I love that team. He's like, no, no. Yeah, and he just... <laughs> right in his back, that but awesome. <laughs> but then he goes and does this interpretive dance to calm himself down, it and it's tai like it tai chi. that shit was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little uh, fish moves and shit. Well, I don't um, know if it was really tai chi or not. It was I'm not well first. They, you know what they said? The uh, Todd Phillips, the guy that directed it, he said um, before they even made the before they shot a second of film, he had his um, he had the lady that was in charge of the score make the score cool they did the whole thing before the movie was even shot so he had all of the shit ready storyboarded and everything and then they got to that part and they were like what does he do in this bathroom what are we missing here and then yeah it it was like uh hey turn on that 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 theme that's supposed to play right now and then they they play it for a second and joaquin in this bathroom it's just him like all the majority of the crew is outside like on break and shit and Joaquin, Todd Phillips, and the person that's in charge of audio are, like, just fucking around. And Joaquin just starts doing this interpretive dance to this song. And he's like, dude, that's it. You yeah. just, you just, that's it. You're going to you're gonna that's dance really- throughout this movie, and it's going to get better every time. <laughs> and that's going to be your character growth. Because he dances really bad at yep. the very beginning. When he he's all skinny, and yep. he stands up, and he's got the gun, and he's... He's being a weirdo at, at first, <laughs> and then so weird. and then he does his first Joker like thing, and he's like slightly better. I I have form and I yeah. can flow, and you know, and then you know you get to the end, and when he goes down the stairs, it's like that guy didn't have jazz like that fucking nope. three days ago. Yeah, he's going up and down those stairs. Dude. Those stairs, by the way, reminded me a lot of uh, I think I don't know if they were the same ones from The Exorcist. Oh, you know, I didn't think about that. that is, I think about that every time I see stairs. I'm like, hey, stairs. hey, that's it's the Exorcist. Exorcist <laughs> oh. I'm doing. I'm looking it up. But um, yeah, like the dude just kills the dance moves by yes. the end of it, and it's like, where did this guy come from? It's like the second he's off his meds, the second he's truly happy, he's like incredible at dancing, and like he can actually, you know, have rhythm. He doesn't laugh as uncontrollably. Like, in, I noticed that in the start of the movie, he really hurts to laugh. Like, he, like, almost, like, to the point of coughing blood kind of laugh. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, like, when he's on the train, or, or no, on the bus, and the mom is like, stop playing with my kid, or whatever, and he just starts laughing and shit, and she's like, is something wrong? You, you think something's funny? And he's like, no, I got a condition, and he hands her the card. He's, like, grabbing his stomach because it hurts to laugh. He doesn't want to laugh. Yeah, his throat's hurting. He's choking, too. Yeah, but by the end of the movie, it's like... It doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen. I just read something really unfortunate, by the way. Uh, What's that? uh, Before we said that, I was looking at, like, you know, like... I was trying to figure out the stairs thing. I still don't know if this is... I don't think there's a stairs from The Exorcist. 
Um, there's a controversy about the stereo scene in general, the music they use. That, oh, uh, I heard. Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. Cause, you know, because of what he was accused of. Well, he's Britain's most hated public figures. He was, in 2015, he was, he was found guilty of raping a girl in yeah. 13. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, attempted rape, four counts of indecent assault. And the problem is with, by using that, Gary's getting money. Well, and that's why people That's the thing, though, because he's in, he's incarcerated. Who's to say he is getting the money? That's true. Might maybe have. the maybe the uh, the people that own the rights to that song. He probably doesn't even own the rights. Back then, people got screwed over left and right. I hope so. People that do stuff like that deserve to burn. But my, anyway, <laughs> my whole thing about that is yeah. like if like the song the song in the movie is not about no that guy, and no. it's not trying to paint Arthur as that. It's more just that song is iconic. Like oh yeah, well that's the thing. They play too. that shit at sporting events, and no one. No, I know. Like, well, there's people. Just people look to people like to hate. They like to bitch. You know, like they have a reason to be. You know, offended. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, you said gosh. Yeah. I'm oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I like the word gosh. You're dumb. <laughs> you know. But it's man. When you find out that the girl didn't happen for ninety percent of it, that blew my freaking mind. And all that really did happen that is confirmed is the elevator scene. Her doing this, yeah, like trying to the, talk with the to gun, him, be a good neighbor, yeah. and just trying to make small talk. Yeah, we don't even know if he really did his little callback, like to mess with her. He could have, he could have just walked off. Yeah, and she could have went into the room, and that would have been that. But like, what we know for sure is she didn't go out with him. She didn't go to his mom's bed when she was in the hospital. Yeah. Like none of that happened. That's interesting. Then he shows up at her apartment and he's walking around feeling shit all weird. Like where? My question is, why was her apartment unlocked in oh, that neighborhood? Probably stupid. Yeah, yeah just I don't stupid. Know. It freaked me out. No. But that's another yeah. thing. It the door didn't open or close in there once uh, he was in there. We just heard her voice. And then the kid's door closes, and she turns the corner, yeah. and he's there. So that implies she was in her kid's room, and he walks in, feels everything around, and then sits down. And then she, after she gets her girl in bed, and she's got all, got her all taken care yeah. of, she comes out to find him, which is really fucking creepy. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, I you, couldn't imagine. You're in your house doing your thing. You turn around. There's somebody sitting in your living room. Yeah, and you know this person from like one time seeing him. But See, this is what I understand about movies. I, I don't get it. Like my immediate reaction is to move toward that thing and kill it. <laughs> like you know, growing up in the city, Detroit, she probably her her instinct, whatever scrawny ass is like. like yeah, he's gonna fucking kill me. Like my my, my instinct, I mean, growing up in the city is like if you somebody in your house, like you wake up and there's somebody in that house, and you kill them. You see, I mean, you, you worry later about what happens, mm-hmm. worry about the repercussions. You know, put a knife in your hand. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna give away my strategies now. I can't do that. You can't do it. <laughs> You're giving away the playbook. You drag man. him into the house and then you stab. God um, damn it! <laughs> I am so Detroit. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I talk like. I don't talk like anything, but I have that mentality of just like I'm yeah, a horrible it's, it's person. Built in. I'm in my brain. <laughs> Stab him! Um, <laughs> but yeah, she. That was interesting too. I, I like that. You know, I, I I have an issue with kids in movies and stuff like that. I didn't. I don't, I'm, glad I'm glad they didn't show anything. They I, left it up to interpretation. Yes. So if you think that happened, cool. Yes. If you don't think that happened, cool. Because that bothered me about like that uh, Harry Potter movie went and saw. I was like, my fucking one died. That's crazy. They killed. They killed two babies in that yeah. movie. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that crimes of Grindelwald or whatever. Like they killed two babies in that movie, and I, immediately I was pissed. I wrote a thing on Rotten Tomatoes and my thing. I was like, look, 
I'm not some snowflake. I'm 42 years old. I'm a grown ass man, but I'm a dad, and I'll tell you right but now. But what kind of bullshit is it when you got to kill a baby? Twice. And, and two, like, two babies. Yeah. And it's like, that's cheap. It's cheap and it's bullshit, and it was stupid. It didn't need to happen. And it pissed There's me off. There's so many other ways you can make a villain seem like a villain. Mm. There's a million ways it you can make a angry. bad guy it made bad. Me, it made me like really visibly angry. I told my, I told my wife, I was like, I'm pissed now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had known going to this movie that they killed kids. Like, yeah, I realize the world's not perfect. Kids die all the time. Yeah. You know, there's a reason I deleted my local, you know, TV station apps because I got tired of opening up. It's annoying. Out. Kids died. Kids died. Kids died. As a father, it's all negative. It bugs me. Yeah. And a lot of people took kids to see that movie, and you see a baby's hand floating underwater after it dies. Bullshit. No, I don't like it. So I'm glad in this movie they didn't show up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was well done. You don't need to show stuff like that. No. A good writer can probably do an entire movie. Without, well, not probably a good writer can do an entire movie, you know, without showing unnecessary cheap deaths. You know, the, yeah. the, when they do this stuff like stuff like it, it turns me off no matter this how good the a, movie. This is. one's a great example, dude. Yep. All of the deaths of this movie, there's if it's not a, a direct uh, reason behind it, it's like you get that the not having a reason is the reason. Like yeah. the only one that's really chaotic of a of a death. Is when he kills the uh, the guy that he in in the movie yeah. he gets the gun from that that dude yeah well, he when, when he slices <laughs> his throat and then stabs him in the eye if I mean I'm I love so, that I, little bit of shoot like oh my god what you on the on the second watch yeah. I, I caught it but I didn't realize what the dialogue was going on. Because I was, exp- like, when I went to see it the first yeah. time, I'm just like, oh, shit, he's going to kill one of them. He yeah. locked that door. He's going to fucking kill one uh-huh. of them. Like, he just got done killing his mom. Like, oh, yeah. he's going to kill one of these dudes well, for as sure. As, as soon as that dude started, like, the whole reason he was there was not because he was concerned. He was well, because, because the investigation. Yeah, he wanted information. He wanted to know what he said. What, yeah. You know, what Arthur said. As soon as he said that, I was like, yeah, You're a dick. And he I, said I he wants to get you. the story straight. Yeah, and nice going to kill you. He's like, yep, there you go. And little British guy is like, we're just going to check and see you're okay. He was the only one who was nice to Arthur. That all, And all he says, oh, man, I loved that scene. He was yeah. like, uh, he, he kills the dude, and then he sits on the ground. He's like, do you like the Murray Franklin show? <laughs> this, <laughs> this little bitch is like, be on it. oh. <laughs> like, he's like, isn't it funny? Me on the telly. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and he's just like, Arthur, why would you do that? He was like, oh, I'm sorry. You can You can go. I'm. I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> he walks past. He's like, ah! That was so funny. <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's so funny. There's a little bit of that. Joke. And then he couldn't hit the fucking. Oh, that he poor couldn't guy. Get the he's lock. Like, Can you unlock it? I thought he was gonna jump up and kill him. Oh yeah, man! Well, like, well, that's the thing. Is the Joker in a lot of the iterations? He would have been like, well, that was your test, and you failed your test. Right. I was gonna free you, but you know what? You, you, you just couldn't. You just couldn't, you couldn't do cut it. it. So now I gotta cut so it. Now I have to cut it. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the type of thing you expect from the Joker, and that's another thing that surprised me. He, you could tell he wasn't quite the clown prince of crime. Not at that point. Not yet. He was just a guy who had lost everything. and yeah. had lost it. He really had nothing, nothing to lose by the end of the movie. Yeah. So it's like and that. Ha- the thing is, is like you know, it's a movie and shit like that, right? It's 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 a drama and it's it's horrifying. That shit happens to people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I've known people that have, like, their parents died when they were in high school, or, you know, the other parent died, you know, this is funny, whatever, and then, like, you know, they had a girlfriend or whatever, and then they, the girlfriend then breaks up, you know, they're at college, and they, you know, they can't quite cut it at college, they simply can't afford to go to college and work at the same time, so they have to drop out of college, and they wind up working 
at freaking Starbucks mm-hmm. in a college town watching all these people come and go that are still going to school and they're stuck and they right. can't go anywhere. They have no family. They've got very few friends, if any friends, because they're just miserable all the time and they're stuck. Yeah. You know, they live in a shitty uh, studio apartment and their lives are miserable and mm-hmm. that's that happens a lot and that kind of shit i mean and these people snap i mean some of the people that snap are just are just idiots yeah that, you know rich that, kids uh, like that happens anyway. like the end of the wild kid i'm sorry he can freaking he deserved to die he's a freaking idiot. which one the end of the wild the kid that went off into the wilderness of alaska and oh yeah yeah fuck that kid yeah and you know, he's sitting there he's burning money instead of donating it to people that like there's people that starve to death yeah and that rich kid's burning money you yeah. know and it's like he had everything laid out before him but he had to go find himself yeah like what you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't find yourself at home yeah, <laughs> you couldn't you find yourself in the library yeah I know right you <laughs> couldn't could, find yourself at a that's so, so stupid like, so why do um, you pick that and people have died now because of him because they go to that bus to visit where he died and they get caught in that I river. remember reading the book and I was like what the hell man? I know yeah it's it's so, I mean people people die you know people go through weird shit there's people that don't have to go through weird shit you know they have, have okay lives and yeah I realize it. everybody has shit that happens to them you know some Everybody. people look like they leave a, lead a perfect life they don't but in this situation what Murray went through you know or what Arthur went through I should say like yeah like that's some serious that's serious shit and I think that's part of what it makes happens. this movie so good and why people dig it so much is it's identifiable it's believable exactly it's because <clears throat> everybody's been in a situation similar to that where there's everything sucks yeah like life just seems to go down and down and down and down yep and it's like when the fuck is it gonna come back up yes precisely you know but like you, you can only go so low before you bounce back but the problem is that some people can't wait to bounce back well and that's the funny yeah. thing about the Joker as a character like even in the killing joke um and in the the um, even in the Dark Knight with Heath, um, yeah, it's explained like, you know, the Joker could be seen by many as a hero. Yep, this but, Joker certainly was. But but the difference is, you know, the difference between Joker and Batman is just one bad day. Yep, that's all it takes. Yep. So you know, it's it's literally that as an idea of like oh, yeah. you know. How far could you go? Like, if you have a terrible day where you find out your your mom is a liar, your dad isn't your dad, you're mm-hmm. you know you're crazy. Your yeah. mother is crazy. You, you were weren't told any of this. You were tortured as a kid, and yeah. you don't even remember that. Yeah. Like because you were fucked up that bad. Yeah. Like you know your girlfriend isn't real. <laughs> yeah, she's like straight up not real. Like you like, fell in love. That was one of the few straws you had to hold on to. Yeah. You fell in love, and you had and this. he he found that out last. Yep. It was a little light, and all of a sudden he was like, oh wait, she was never there. You yeah. Know? That's fucked up. Yeah. So yeah. he had like the worst day, and then woke up as the Joker, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He yeah. woke up, well, painted, he, he him, painted his face. He went into the refrigerator. Yeah. He climbed in the fridge, and I think he went into that fridge, and that's where Arthur really died. And he came out of that fridge. As the Joker. As the Joker, yeah. Fucking painted his hair green. That was a brilliant scene. I thought that scene was cool. Well, you saw the hair go green. The costume came out. He's painting his face. He's licking the paint, you know. (laughs) Crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a brilliant, like, that slow dress up to the point. And then you see him fully costumed up. And it didn't even look like Joaquin Phoenix to me by the time he not. was fully costumed. And you know what it looked a lot like was Cesar Romero's Joker. It did. 
It did. Caesar was brilliant, mm-hmm. you know, and he has the Joker, the Clown Prince of Crime from the nineteen sixties Batman. For those of you kids that have not seen that, go look it up on you know. YouTube. You'll probably get a good laugh these days. Yeah, but, but back then it was for for what it was. It was meant to be campy. It's meant to be a kids show. Yeah, to a degree, but you know, like Caesar's version of the Joker was the yardstick, and still is the yardstick by a lot of which a lot of people. You know, will base their jokers on their measure the Joker by okay, is it really campy like Caesar, but still good looking? It's still like right. you know, like they just because he, he the really looked incredible. Oh, yeah. He looked like he role. looked the role, yeah. And he was he had that, that maniac laugh, and he was a criminal. Yeah, you know, he wasn't just a thug like uh, uh, Leto. Idiot, like Leno. Yeah, Leto was. He was he wasn't just an idiot thug who liked to blow stuff up. He was calculating and careful. And he always had the, the schemes that he would do. And that was true about the Joker through most of the early years of DC. Yeah. The schemes that he would do were needlessly ornate. Mm-hmm. You know, giant punching bags and mallets the size of cars and, and vats of acid with a, you know, a candle burning through a rope to drop Batman into it. Silly things like that. But it was that, that just absolute insanity that made him think, I have to do it this way because it's funny. Right. Like it, it'll. It's more funny if I do it this way. I can't just kill him. Where's the fun in that? Yeah, it's got to be a joke. I and want him to get the joke before that, he dies. That's the Joker. Yeah, he's like he wants in every way. He wants he wants Batman to get the joke before he dies. Yeah, you know. And I love how what he said to that one lady at the end. She's like, "What's well, so funny? Tell me the joke or whatever." You wouldn't he's like, get it. You wouldn't get it. And that's that's the source of every theory I have about this movie is yeah. that scene because. The room he's in in mm-hmm. that scene, it's an all white, you know, he's not getting out anytime soon kind of room. Yep. And he's wearing all white. His hair is, his hair is the origin color that it is at the beginning of the movie. It is true. He does not have green hair anymore. Yep. So the dye is more off. They've washed it off him. <laughs> if or, it ever existed. It, yeah. Do you think that he's in the asylum the entire time? Because the only other time in the movie we see him like that yeah. is in the beginning when he's talking to his social worker yeah. and she says, do you ever think about that time you were in uh, Arkham hospital? And he's like, he's like, Hmm. And then they, they cut yeah. and he's in that same white room banging his head on a door. That's true. And then it cuts back and he's like, who knows? And then that's it. But the next time we see Arkham hospital in the movie is when he goes to get his mom's records. That building is not, clean and white it's not clean and white it's all yellow tiles and 80s 70s shit dirty yeah. it would it did not look like yeah you gotta wonder what did the whole thing happen in his mind you know that's and that was what i was thinking yeah. like because he she asked what do you what's so funny and it flashes and it shows bruce over thomas and martha and he says you wouldn't get it was the idea of this guy who's nobody growing to be somebody causing somebody that's going to be a huge hero in the modern day his idea of a joke was that the whole joke of the movie yeah was like because she said what's so funny to him the idea of creating the batman by being this guy yeah might be hilarious because he might be in modern day and batman actually exists but (laughs) but to him it's all a fucking joke that's true so that's brilliant. <laughs> it's fucking crazy because you don't know if the movie even happened. No, I love if it. you if if you listen with that kind of 
you know, if them yeah. with them goggles on. Well, that's the nice thing about this movie is it leaves you with so many questions. If and the thing is, they'll never be answered. No, Ever. well, hold out hope because they, uh, the director said someday somebody's gonna ask me and I'm gonna be kind enough to give them all the answers. Oh. But he said, don't don't ask anytime soon. <laughs> he said, you know, I'm probably gonna be an old old man by the time I answer. Because I do have answers. Well, that happened. That's happening with right now with the Alien series with uh, what's his name? Um, um, the, guy, the guy that wrote that. Because like, you know, what's his name? Ridley. Ridley Scott. Because Ridley, for the longest time, like with uh, Blade Runner, he wouldn't answer any questions about what was going on, what was going on, and then finally he was. They they were like, well, is Decker a replicant? A replicant. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, well, yes. You know, if there's something mm-hmm. like that, he's like, you know, well, isn't that's it really obvious? cool. Man. He said something like, isn't it obvious? You know, and I was like, oh. That's really cool. But he waited like 20 years to say that. Yeah. You know, he knew it. I mean, he, he knew it. Hit and then he also linked up the, the two universes of Alien and, yeah. you know. Uh, With the whole Wayland. Blade Runner. Yeah, they're all linked up together in one one universe. So. Yeah. The, the replicants of androids you see in Alien are the, the descendants of the androids you see. Of the Davids and the. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm really waiting for the day that he gives answers because they. With the all right from the beginning, you go this little chunk of the movie. Arthur gets jumped by these kids. Yeah, and he was doing this little sign twirling gig out in front of a a, a music shop, mm-hmm. and they had the man out on the street playing the piano. Yes. Later in the movie, uh, not even much later. It was might maybe fifteen minutes later. His boss calls him in, and uh, or actually before that, his his buddy's like, "Hey man, I heard you got jumped." Here, take this. You might need it. Gives him yeah. a bag with the gun in it with bullets. Mm. And then he's like, well, why would you have a gun, man? Yeah. And then he goes off and then he talks to his boss. And his boss is like, hey, uh, that guy from that spot says you just bolted. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was well, like, jumped, he was like well, I, yeah, I got yeah. jumped, didn't you hear? Yeah. And he was like, he was like, dude. Just give us the sign, or otherwise I gotta take it out of your paycheck. He was like, "Why would I take your sign?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Why did? Why would anybody do anything? Like yeah, people, are, <laughs> people weird. are weird." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then when he goes on, and he's like, he's like, "To be honest with you, Arthur, like, I, you know, I like you. I don't even know why I like you, but other guys, they're they're weirded out by you. They think, and it just starts to fade out, and he's yeah. just going crazy in his yeah, head. Yeah, he's yeah. like." They they think I'm weird. They think I did that. No, yeah. They th- it's just he's getting lost in his thoughts. But because he said that guy said you just took off, he's sitting there playing the piano, and Arthur's right here in front of him uh, on the left. Yeah, would not he have seen the the train of kids running with the sign? Exactly, it's true. It's very true. Like, all right, so say there's a reasonable doubt that the guy looked away for five seconds and he looks yeah. back and Arthur's gone. Yeah, you know. Whatever. So that's real. But then you get to the gun. He has it at the kids' hospital, which is why he gets fired. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And while he's in there, uh, or while he, when he's talking to his boss on the payphone, the his boss says, um, Randall said, you tried to buy a thirty-eight off of him a week ago. Yeah. We had only seen about two and a half days in movie yeah. so far. So two and a half days go by, and this guy says you tried to buy it off of him a week ago, but now he just gives you the gun. 
That yeah. guy reported him for trying to take the gun to buy the gun off of him a week ago. Yeah, Why yeah, would he yeah. just give it to him a few days later? That's a good I, point. I think he went into his locker and took it I think because he did then, too. at the end of the movie, um, they ask about uh, they or not not at the end of the movie. God, I'm, this movie jumps all over for me. I'm, I'm, I'm I think about it too much. I, I, I obsess. <laughs> I obsess. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. But then, like maybe a few minutes after he gets fired formally, he shows up to the spot, and the clowns are all getting ready, and they're like, the one guy's like, "Hey, Arthur, what the fuck you bring a gun for?" You like, and he's just like, he, he's just not responding. They're like, yeah. Uh, or, or no, he said that's part of my gig now, or something. It's part of my act. It was a prop. Yeah, you know, and yeah. Uh, then he said, uh, "Where'd you get a gun anyway?" Uh, or something like that. And he's like, "Maybe you should ask Randall. It's his gun." Yeah. And Randall's like, "What?" He and he actually like on second watch, I made sure I was like, "What the fuck was his yeah. reaction?" He is like shocked that it was his gun. He was like, "Huh? What do you?" Mean? And then I found out there's uh, there's actually behind the scenes uh people like that were just filming the the filming the filming of the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. and catching things um that were going on that guy that, that randall dude yeah there's a scene that was definitely cut from the movie yeah where him and arthur are outside of uh what is coney island yeah, yeah, yeah. um with the whole amusement park in the background and they were going to get this shot of arthur and him talking out on the street my guess is it probably was going to be that guy talking about what the fuck are you talking about? That was my gun. Exactly. Oh, no, no. Like, because maybe that would have been another reveal. Like, what are you talking about? You gave it to me, but that's really you didn't. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You, you, there's a lot I think that happened. The Joker imagined. <sighs> Thomas Wayne is such a fucking back and forth too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because not only is it Thomas that's involved, and not only is it Arthur's mom, but Alfred is involved mm-hmm. because he says. I'm Arthur. I am Penny Fleck's son. Yeah. And Alfred's like, oh, you're he, her son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He immediately knew who he was. He knew yeah. who he was. Yeah. And then later, um, Thomas is like, your mother was crazy. Yeah. There was nothing there. there yeah, was, you were adopted. You were adopted. She didn't tell you. Yeah, right. No, yeah. she wouldn't. What? Yeah, and then interesting. And then he gets this whole story that, you know, he finds out the adoption papers were real. Um, that's true. But that's that's another thing. The records, the uh, the doctor that um, gave her her little diagnosis, his name was uh, Stoner, Benj, yeah Benjamin Stoner. Huh? But in the comics, he's always a bad kind of guy. He's got oh. he's always on the bad side of things. Really? So that so you think it could be the thing where Wayne paid him off? Yeah. He was a corrupt dude, yeah. So, like, Wayne could have just paid him and been like, <laughs> fabricate this, dude. She, well, that's the thing. Thomas... And she could have still been crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that whole story that Arthur and that, they, they weren't a love child. The age of Thomas is where I think it's not real. Yeah. Because Thomas doesn't look a day over, like, 58, yeah. maybe, in the movie. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. That's what I thought, too. Like, they, he's too old to be Thomas's kid. Whereas Arthur looks like he's already, like, 45, yeah. 48. Ish. So, yeah. so imagine a guy beating Yeah, I didn't him. think... I, I had a feeling that... That's the first thing I thought, too, is that I didn't think Wayne was old enough to have 
had a kid with that one, but because mm-hmm. but she was old, like she was old. She was really old in that movie. So she, I mean, she was probably seventy. She would have been a cougar to him. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, That's what I think. Or you know, maybe that you maybe are. Well, don't forget Wayne's rich, so he might look good for his age too. But he's, I mean, that would make because Bruce is probably like he could have been like sixty-seven. But he, honestly, so they had Bruce, but when, looking but great. he had Bruce when he was like fifty-nine. It doesn't make sense, right? Because Bruce is definitely young. Oh, Bruce is like eight. Like, Bruce yeah. and Arthur look like they might have a 30 to 40 year difference, yeah. at least. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't think... I, I have a feeling That's that far-fetched. Wasn't. Yeah, I think she made the whole thing up. But then, at the end, after he kills his mom, and then he gets into the, his whole Joker thing, before he paints himself, he looks at the picture of his mom, Yeah. and he flips it around, and it says, Love Your Smile, signed by T.W., T.W. is just Thomas yeah, Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. But did she, was she crazy and she wrote that? It could be. Did she fabricate this whole relationship? Oh, God. It's so many layers to it that it's like, why did Alfred know? Why was how, or why was uh, Thomas so ready to respond once he heard, you know, Penny Fleck and all that? Like, he was so ready to respond. Oh, yeah, it's true. And then her story, you know, it all added up with what Thomas said. But yeah. then you get to the end and it's like, all right, why does that picture exist? Like... Dude, they, there's so many answers that it's need so to be crazy. given. I, I mean, hopefully they'll they'll like leak it out. They'll do like a special edition when it comes on DVD. Well, that I, keep, was, I keep saying, come on, DVD. Sooner or later, it's Blu-ray. Not <laughs> just, it's just not going to come out at all. It's, it's just going to be digital. digital. Yeah. yeah, pretty soon. That's how I see a lot of stuff. We, it's very I'm, cost effective to oh, just God, do digital. Yeah. So, well, I've seen like, well, like I want to do a review it's a review I want to do of a couple movies that you know you simply cannot get on DVD like you know yeah. that might be available overseas or something you know yeah uh, Two for Joy that, that uh, Bella did you know you can't that's not a DVD it's a digital download through Amazon stuff like that which is smart you know they dust the dust channel on YouTube does that with some of their movies you know yeah. so it's smart you know yeah I mean digital is it's the way to go I mean it's I mean it's cool to have physical things for the day that comes where you have a blackout or you know yeah oh yeah but but even then what are you going to do with your physical dvd when there's a blackout <laughs> you got a bicycle you ride like a little thing i mean that's i mean <clears throat> it sucks how dependent we are on technology but i'm dependent as hell but that's it. that's okay man if blackout happens i still got my phone i lose that's my cool. mouth out the chive <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot. my instagram followers <laughs> oh yeah well we should probably cut it here. We're at almost an hour already talking about this movie. That movie was good. The big thumbs up. Huge go, thumbs up. Go see that movie. It was really good. Send Joaquin fan mail because he doesn't have Twitter. You know. <laughs> Send him fan mail. Send him fan mail. Old school. But no, no. Like, it was really, really well done. And I, I you think in the end it's going to stand as one of the first times DC did something right with their movies. That's a standalone. Yeah, I know. It is a standalone. That is so awesome to yeah, me. They did a really good job. So this, hopefully they do it again. Hopefully they, even if they don't do another Joker, yeah. if they give us another, like, standalone. You don't, we don't need a universe, dude. No. Do a, universe, a universe is, give us, dude, if they do a Batman White Knight oh, yeah. movie, White Knight, yeah. the comic is good enough to be a movie. You and can do a Dr. Fate standalone. That'd be cool as shit. Oh my goodness! That'd be awesome. <laughs> it would it would rival Strange. Oh yeah, I, I, it would rival Doctor Strange. It would be fun though if you they know. did it right. They could do a train in Trajan, you know the demon, you know the walks. Oh yes, yeah, like the dude, the dude that merged with yeah, uh, the demon the, and Trajan. The one. Yeah, 
So he gets to, he has the demon and say the demon can can only walk the earth for short periods of time, but only to. But he's ancient. Him. He's like oh, he's he's one of the signs of hell. Or yeah, whatever. he's like a guardian of hell. He's been around for. Oh. They could do so much, they man. Do they, they, could, could, they could they could redo Constantine, man. Constantine would be great. They they have him with his trench coat walking around investigating things like have him like be a blonde dude this time. I mean, yeah, I mean DC. I give DC a lot of, of of credit. Some of their characters are very very cool. Yeah, they just have never had the chance to actually play them out properly. I'm so glad this movie's doing well because now they I think if anything this tells Warner Brothers we can make money off of solo movies yes. that are actually awesome and we give the directors the control and we don't send notes I'll make it funnier make it like Deadpool like the yeah. Suicide Squad or, or Aquaman oh, they put the worst jokes in Aquaman and it's such a good movie yes. <sighs> pissed me off alright guys so next time I think we're going to talk some Halloween stuff some yes. scary things uh, we're, we're recording a little more often now. Right now, we're in the garage. We can again. actually pull it off. Um, you know, we've <laughs> I've converted the garage into a mini studio. We actually have two different studios we can use, but sometimes things happen. We can't get to them. It's you know, cool. I got a life. I got a wife and kids. You know, I'm up at four thirty <laughs> in the morning. Mike travels during the week again. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing. It's it, them's the breaks, but at least hey, you know, the sound quality might not be super good, but it's kind of fun. I hope that's you liked right. it. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Steve, and I'm Mike, and this has been. <laughs> Don't feed after midnight. You can follow us on Twitter at, at DFAM Podcast and on Instagram at DFAM Podcast Official. Do All it. right. Peace. Peace.